Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, I'm Fran Spielman, and with me in the mayor's office is the mayor, Rahm Emanuel. Thank <laughs> you, you for joining us. Thank you. You sound like that's like well, cur I'm, Curious George. Here uh, I am. I popped up. <laughs> you popped up. You're a lame duck. You're an empty nester. Which is the bigger adjustment for you? <laughs> well, first of all, on the latter one, you're wrong. On the, uh, uh, the first one, as it relates to being an empty nester, uh, and we'll come back to both of these. On the empty nester part, uh, it is an adjustment. It's a, it's a little, you know, it's quiet on the second floor of the house. Um, uh, on the other hand, you know, I talk, I talk to the kids every day, as does Amy, and uh, uh, so, you know, there's an adjustment, you know, when you're at the dinner table and there's five chairs and only two of them are occupied. But the irony, a little quirk in the day. So we have a, an island that we sit around. Everybody, for whatever, had the same seats, their seats. Even though three people are gone of the five, Amy and I still sit in the same, same seats, seats as if the other three are still occupied. So there's those little things, but there's, you know, it's quieter and it's adjustments. And it's, uh, uh, on the other hand, there's things that, um, uh, I wouldn't say liberating because I really, as you know, Fran, I really, you know, I, I talk to my kids almost every day. I never, I wouldn't use the word liberated because I really, I love them. I love the fact that uh, they have become the young adults you want them to be. Uh, I miss them. On the other hand, I try to remind myself when I miss them that you raised them for this moment of independence and they're succeeding at it. And so you should take a little nourishment from that. And the lame duck part, I mean, <laughs> is it a free at last thing or is it a melancholy thing? What is it like? No, I don't, well, first of all, I don't, well, that's not what the word it connotes, so I don't buy I'm it. I'm not quacking or anything. Uh, no, but no. My well, phone I'll be, does, but. I'll, I'll, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I think, look, here, I mean, real quickly, the first test was a vote I had on e-cigarettes and we passed it 24 hours overwhelmingly. Were you surprised uh, by that? No, well, let me get, let me answer your first question. We'll get to you guys. And I believe that this budget will pass. We've never, uh, uh, not passed a budget, obviously, but never had it to struggle. And the other thing is, Fran, in seven and a half years, never lost a vote. And so I don't buy that. And second is, as I said, and, I, and all the aldermen know it and the city knows it, I'm gonna run through the tape. I've never been, as you know, uh, patient. And I have a lot of the sense of urgency to get work done. And I have a moral commitment both to the public and to my successor to leave the city better off and in a stronger position than the day I walked in. On some of those, we have really made a lot more progress. And others, sometimes we've made a little progress. But the $10 uh, billion but dollar pension borrowing, where you- Wait a second, wait a second. You asked a question. Okay. 
we're going to put a period at the end of every answer. Uh, so I don't, I, I don't, and I don't think the aldermen who, the aldermen know me. We've worked all to, all of us have worked together for eight years. They know I'm not going to rest. And you know that too. And so when you use that, it's not an accurate characterization. Uh, not only of my mindset, but even we have a vote. We have a test. E-cigarettes. Okay, that okay. was an easy one, but the ten billion dollar borrowing Fran, would not be. I got it, but let me say this. Let me say this. Taking on the tobacco industry, which I've done my whole life, has never been easy. If it was easy, somebody else would have done it. I am number two. As it relates to uh, uh, I'm gonna continue to confront issues. If you look at my tenure, you'll make your own judgment, other people will. There'll be a lot of people, not only today, going forward for a long, long time. The one takeaway is we've never walked away from a challenge. I never asked for a report and then just put it on the shelf. At sometimes on a lot of issues, big and sometimes very little, but we've always confronted challenges regardless of the political risks. Um, as it relates to uh, other uh, issues coming forward, I'm going to continue to uh, deal. I'm, I'm a mayor for all eight years, not seven and a half. That is my mindset, that is my approach, and that is the way I'm going to uh, make sure everybody in the departments approach things. But on the borrowing, right now, inflation rates are, I mean, uh, interest rates are <laughs> rising, mm -hmm. and it is controversial. Are you going to pursue it? Would well, you have the votes to get well, it just through? Think, think, think is about, it a savings? Yeah, I think what you should think about it, is the way I'm going to approach it. First and foremost, and I hope, because this whole interview is about the budget, we can eventually talk about it. One is, I'm going to deal first with the budget. I will, before the end of the year, address uh, the issue of pensions. And will it be the borrowing or something else? I'm going to address the issue of pensions, and you'll just have to wait for that. Is there an alternative to the borrowing? I Again, for the third time, okay. this will be the final way. All right. Um, here's You're not going to punt this one to your successor. So let me, let, let me say this. Since day one, I told uh, not just you but everybody, Fran, that we had an op uh, the annual operating budget and then also the pension challenge. I've approached them sequentially, um, and I'm going to continue to do that as I've, uh, I'm doing even on my final budget. So it's been consistent since day one because it's the right way to do it. Now, the Laquan McDonald episode was for you in some ways like 9-11 was for George W. Bush. It changed everything about the second term. It really defined it. It changed everything for the police department, for, and it will for a long time. What are your biggest concerns about the consent decree, how long it might last? You know how, how mm -hmm. long it took to get out from under Shackman. What are your concerns? Well, I'm, there's a second. You didn't add, look, we continue to even with uh, the reforms. So let me get to the reforms part. But, you know, there are things that we've done on education, things we've done on the economy, et cetera, that are lasting, like the airport, that will last way beyond my term. Uh, and not just those issues, the issues related to CPS, for the uh, improvements in our graduation rate, and more importantly, the universality of a post-high school education planning. Uh, that all happened in my second term. Those are two examples, but there are other things. Um, as it relates specifically to the consent decree, I fundamentally believe um, and approach this, and it's not just me, but the superintendent and his leadership team, because we meet weekly. In a hundred years for the city, other mayors have tried to make changes to the police department, seven separate times. 
I believe this one will be the one that lasts and stands the test of time. One, we have an, uh, a monitor and an outside court. And I think it's parallel as the mayor that um, actually saw the conclusion of the Shackman decree reforming our hiring process, professionalizing it, ripping politics out of it. Um, that having started, and I've seen the success of the st not only the rules, but the change in the culture. There's lessons to be drawn on what we've done around Shackman in the same way the changes at the Park District around Shackman. There are lessons to be drawn for the reforms to the police department. There have been other efforts that I think have been sincere, but they've never actually had kind of an enforcement backstop, which is what a judge does, what the monitor does. And the blueprint in seeing through the plans, that the, the whole changes that the Obama Justice Department uh, uh, recommended. So I think that we have the right uh, kind of ingredients. We have the right leadership, which is essential. And we have the right kind of, uh, what I would say, uh, it's probably not a great way to say it, but the backstop of a federal judge and a monitor. How long will uh, that take, do you think? Fran, you know that I couldn't say, that's It's going to go on for years. It, it well, always I, I does. Don't, well, let me say this. I don't, I don't totally buy that, but I, I don't have the answer. So that's the honest truth. And the reason I say to you, I don't, um, I had stuff on the budget, but since we haven't talked about it yet, uh, anybody could have finished the Shackman before I, we got here. But in the three, first three years of my term, I made it a goal and we got it done. It was a lot of work we got done in three short years. Could it have been done before we got here? Absolutely. Um, and I think there's a, uh, there's a lesson to be learned on that as it relates to the reforms around the police department. Now the good news is we go in front of a judge with about 18 to 19 months of serious changes already happening on de-escalation, on uh, kind of more regular training, separation of mental health kind of calls from criminal calls. We have already Obviously, there's not only there's use of force, there's uh, the body cameras and the tasers, uh, there's the video, dis uh, there's a transparency around videos, there's COPA reform. So when I say that is, it's not like 18 months we got a report and we were waiting for a federal judge. We were busy at work. And so will it be shorter than Shackman maybe? Because Shackman became yeah. a cottage industry for a But that was like what, 40? 10 years it was No, no, fine. it was much longer than that, uh, longer than 10 years. No, 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 but oh. I'm talking about the monitor. The monitor oh. was in place for 10 years. So, you know, I don't, I'd be guessing. And so if you want me to guess, I'll guess, but uh, it would be literally. Yeah, go ahead and guess. Uh, it's, uh, I would say it's north of, uh, you know, this is a guess, and I have yeah. no um, basis. Well, your guess uh, is north of? It's north, well, I feel north. bad doing it because it's, because, well, I don't know, I think it's north of five years and uh, less than 10 years. But I don't think that's, that's a, it is really not even an educated guess. It's just your sense. Well, I think there's a lot of work done, and there's no turning back. Sure. And you have a, a judge and a monitor as a backstop to make changes. Sure. In my budget, we have the resources second year. How much? Of, uh, the exact number is 25, I think, 25.7 million. Okay. Which is the, and it's our and second. And what will that be for? It'll be for a whole host of things of implementation and uh, a aspects of the reforms inside the police department uh, and the and oversight. And you expect it will cost that much every year, probably? I'd be, uh, At least, probably. I, I don't think it will go down. So. And is that for the monitor salary as well? 
720. Uh, the monitor, I, we can get you the details, but I'm almost, I think the monitor is built into that number. Now, when you look at the, I'm the almost verdict, positive it the is. verdict, 16 counts of, of aggravated battery mm -hmm. and, and second degree murder, was justice served there, sir? Look, they're going to go and deal with the sentencing, so that's not, I, I got to. But you have an opinion, sure. No, I, that's different than, that's. I'd a, like to hear it anyway. I know, but I have to have a respect for the criminal justice system. It's but, done no, already. Not totally. Their work is done, or almost. Our work is not. And the way I approach it is more important for you. And that is the work that we were just talking about, okay. uh, uh, Fran, as it relates to the implementation of reforms. So people, people and let me say this, people are proud of the, uh, and I, I know for a fact, are proud of the police department. I see a lot of uh, cooperation and collaboration, but we're not done making sure that everybody has I understand, but can I get you to weigh in on the verdict? No. Do you think justice was no, done? I'm not, I, okay. No, because my focus is on the implement, learning from right. what happened. They're not, you, I mean, you could do both if you wanted to, but that's true. you're not going to. Okay, and when you look back on the episode, do you say, what, what things do you wish you had done differently in the Laquan McDonald? I mean, the tape. Talk now, about it. Well, Fran, you know this. I mean, you've covered it and you've said it to me privately, so I'll say it. You, that we had a policy as a city, like every other city and like every other mayor, that you never let the video out because you didn't want to taint any of the uh, recollections of the witnesses. Once the judge made a ruling, we didn't fight it. Okay, but should and you we've got it have out. what? What should you have done different? Well, I think, look, everything is, you said it in your own story last week. Rod Sawyer said it. There was no politics that played a role here uh, in any effort. and. We had a process in place, and that process uh, uh, went forward like it had in every other instance, but it didn't work in this situation. And then the question to me is, what are we going to do? I went down to city council, unlike any other mayor, not only in Chicago's history, anywhere in the country, and addressed the fundamental issues, and then took it as a cause to not only impanel a task force, we worked with the Justice Department, and now going but forward. But you wish, as mayor, you had questioned the longstanding policy and said, in this case, it doesn't. Well, work. I mean, I think obviously, I mean, there's. You had a not only here. I want to put this. I know you guys always like to say something about Chicago. Look, every mayor and every corp council and every. This was a set of policies that had never been questioned. I think if you were honest to yourself, and not everybody was honest, what this showed is a lot of weaknesses, not just in the police department. I remember, Fran, downstairs, when we uh, did the settlement, I got nobody. all these questions. Wait a second. Yeah, I got, nobody asked me questions. There were two questions about could we afford it, not about what happened, mm -hmm. by journalists. Okay. So wait, no, no, But no, when no. you look in the mirror at night, you say Fran, to yourself, gee, I wish I had Yeah, Fran, what? Fran, when you look in the mirror, let's do this. So what I'm going to say to you is, no, don't give me that. Wait a second. I am the mayor, therefore I'm a responsible and accountable. I think actually if you were honest. Nobody asked enough questions. Nobody. All of us across, all of us in the city. I'm the mayor, so nobody else gets, I'm the big dog, I get it. Go back at that press conference. I got uh, all the questions were about Burge, except for two, if I remember correctly, which were about uh, uh, the amount of money and could we afford it. Not about what happened, why is it? And the day before, or a couple days before, Steve Patton, the Corporation Counsel, had testified to everything as Sawyer, and Sawyer in your own story a week ago said, there was no politics that played a role here. And so my point here is the city, the systems, 
were all shown uh, to be uh, asleep, that we had gotten into a pattern over 30 to 40 years of just following and not asking. I take responsibility. I'm the mayor. I don't think I've shirked that responsibility, not only going into city council and speaking in a way that's never been spoken before by any mayor, even across the city, when country, when things have happened in other cities. They haven't done that. Then impanel the task force. And my real energy is about what do we do from here so this never happens again. Now to Fran, even after that press conference, that issue was around for seven months. Nobody in the press asked, or only one reporter, one journalist, works at your paper, Mary Mitchell, raised questions. Now, so in fairness, all of us have a role. All of us actually were asleep at the switch. Are and you? I take my responsibility, and I actually think I've uh, g taken this charge to make fundamental, lasting change. And that's the charge I have to, as a mayor, to not have uh, another mayor come and say, there were over 120 years, there have been eight attempts, and they've never worked. To really get this and make it a lasting reforms that not only are a set of rules. When you look at Shackman, the reason the judge let us out is not just the rules, but the culture had changed. My goal here is to get the rules in place and ingrained in a way that the culture of the police department is also changed for the better and for the good. And that's, so when you reach back, and we collectively, as a city, as those responsible for the future of the city, the real question is, have we made the changes that put us in a better place for the future? And I think we're on that course now, and actually, I don't think we're ever going to be able to get off of it. Are you worried about police officers? You yourself had talked about them being in the fetal position a couple of years ago. Are you worried now that there will be retirements, that they'll be afraid, mm -hmm. given what the, the president of the uh, state FOP said? Well. Um, the short answer is no, but it's something I work on with the superintendent and the first deputy and the leadership every day. I think the good news is we have a leadership that the rank and file trust. We have a leadership that's very much in touch because the patrol officer is the backbone of the police department and they all grew up through the ranks. So there's that trust level and I can see it in the work that they're doing every day in the conversations I have with both the superintendent and first deputy Riccio every day. And so, but it's something you don't just have. You work on it every day. And as of this conversation, at this moment, I think uh, um, uh, they are, we are doing well with the focus of the rank and file. And remember, I don't have the exact numbers, but a lot of the officers that, are in, that make up the patrol um, are a lot, I don't have the exact number, but are recent graduates and recent being in the last three or four years. So they're part of something that's already new anyway. They don't know the past. Um, and I think there's an esprit de corps being part of the Chicago Police Department. And the good news is we have a leadership, not only is the most diverse in the history, um, more importantly, Fran, uh, is Got the tr they have both at the commander level, the XO level, the captain level, lieutenant level, all the way up to the superintendent. They have a trust and camaraderie that's important for the uh, uh, work of the men and women.
Let's talk about crime now. You're making progress, except that mm -hmm. we still have a two-year-old, an honor student on his way to college, the Rogers Park murders, um, and a clearance rate in homicides, 17 percent, mm. shootings, 9 percent. Look, How is the community going to trust the police if nobody ever gets caught? Well, let me let me let me say one thing. Um, so, one is we are making progress, but nobody walks around saying, you know, I feel like 28 percent better than I did last year. It's really more of a sense of safety than it is a percentage. What I do know is two years back to back, um, violent crime is down consecutively, and off of uh, that level. That sense though, is we have to, we don't, we have a lot more work to do. Uh, I, you know, Bill Bratton the other day said it, Chicago doesn't have the gun laws and it's not the city. Okay, wait, but no, what wait. about you, what can you do about the homicide right, right. clearance rate? I mean, the detective you know, Fran, let me say one thing, I, I'm going to just say this, this is not, uh, this is actually a very big weakness on your, uh, not your part, journalists in this city. Um, and, you know, one is, um, you haven't asked me about the budget, I really do, uh, no, it's okay. You haven't, you haven't, you've chosen not. No, I will. You, no, no. So let me be uh, clear. There is a trust issue with the police. There's a whole nother trust issue and challenge. And in my opinion, it's a lot bigger gulf with the rest of the criminal justice system. And when you ask me, what can you do? One is, I do think, I don't pretend that we're going to have national gun laws. I, as somebody who happened to passed both the Brady Bill and the assault weapon ban, uh, that would be helpful because we have Wisconsin and Indiana. New York has Connecticut and New Jersey gun laws, so that's a lot different. Second, New York has a lot more certainty. But one of the things that is not being written about, and you guys always talk about the problem between the police and the community, which exists. But there also is a bigger challenge between the community and the criminal justice system. People are not going to talk if they think the person that they're going to uh, actually say they're responsible, they were the person, is going to be back out on the street in short order. And so there's another gulf of trust that you all never ask about, report on, and never cover. And if you're going to be fair about solving the issue of crime, Fran, and I'm not saying this to you alone as a journalist, but to the people that actually create the framework of the dialogue and discussion and then raise the issues, you know this because you've said it to me when we've talked personally, there is a distrust. We have a laxer sentencing in this city as it relates to gun laws than New York. There is more certainty there. And it pays and it plays a role in the calculation of people on the, whether they're gonna work with the police. Again, police have an issue with the community. We're working on it. But nobody else is working on the rest of the criminal justice system with the public. And you know, Fran, as somebody that's been around here longer than I about the issue of public safety in the city, that plays a role too. All right, let's and, talk about your budget. Uh, no, let's talk no. about your last I noticed budget. all of a sudden since we're putting you on the hot let's seat, you don't no, want to no, talk about fine. it. <laughs> let's talk about your no, last no, budget No, no, no. So my point is, we have our, I'm going to conclude this since you brought it up. We have our work to do. We got a judge, we got a monitor, I put the money in the budget, and the superintendent and the first deputy are, and I are clear. Have you all looked at the way you covered Laquan McDonald didn't ask questions. Have you done your internal to the equal? No, you haven't. Okay. You're not. You know that, friend, and you, not Fran Spielman on behalf of all. You guys have to ask some questions. Number two, the rest of the trust issue 
of the criminal justice system with the public is off to the sideline. You guys never ever uh, okay. cover it. And to me, if we're going to solve this, no, wait a second. You don't get to do a hit and run. If you're good, no, you don't. If you were gonna solve this problem as a city, let's deal with all the issues of where there's a gulf of trust. Okay, what about the FOP contract? That's another one where you could deliver something. You have the freedom now to pursue something, no, I've, the changes I've, that you need. Why it, not do it? It's not, it's very, you ask this as if I'm the only one accountable. A contract has, takes two, number one, and you know that. Have um, you tried? Number, well, I've been very clear, as recently as last week. At the table? I, as last week I said, there will not be a Xerox copy of uh, past contracts. Now, Fran, I think you're a realist in it. But you've been accused of slow walking the negotiations. I mean, are you seeking that at the table? Do you have a list of things you're seeking to change in the disciplinary system? Hold on. Show me, you just accused me of something. Show it to me. You just accused me of slow walking something. Well, I'm talking no, about no, no, the no. union president has accused you. No, no, where? He, he, t he said it at the city club. I he what? said you haven't you what? haven't pursued it. We haven't had any, any meetings. What on on what? specifics? Have are are have you sought? Fran, Fran, you know what? You've been around long enough to know a game. Now come on. You're if saying we're that have, the union have has not if, sought that either. No. So why not go straight to arbitration then? No, we're. I've said very clearly what my boundaries are as it relates to past uh, contracts. There's going to be fundamental changes. Can you tell us what those changes are? Then it wouldn't be much of a negotiation. <laughs> so, Fran, no. But what I basically, there's going to be a financial part and there's going to be a reformed part because that's an essential part. And, and those will the Black Caucus be satisfied because they have a list of demands that they won't approve a police contract? Well, how could I say whether they're include? going to be satisfied since we haven't had the contract yet to present? That's like a, I, no disrespect, and I have a lot of respect for you. That's a ridiculous question. But I mean, are you negotiating? In a, in, a, in a rigorous schedule with the FOP, or have you just kind of so here's the agreed deal. to disagree? So here's the deal, Fred. We just finished the Ask Me contract that locked in our health care costs. Um, everybody knows that I'll be serious about negotiating, and I've said it to uh, police, I've said it to fire, if you want, but I'm not going to do what was uh, it done in the past as it relates to contracts. We're going to make changes if you're ready to be part of that. We made changes to co-pays, deductibles, premiums, networks, prescription drugs. You want to make, as an example, in past contracts, you want to make, you want to sit down? I have in the past with police and fire. If you think it's just going to be, you know, walk in and send in, that ain't going to happen. And I'm ready to make fundamental reforms if you're ready to be a part of that. And they haven't been. As you know, friend, it takes two to tango. I, but I really, really want to thank you for this budget discussion. I, I, I am <laughs> asking you what, about, your, about your final budget. Let's talk about it. Fran, I can be honest enough with you, so I'm going to just say this. I've been here for 45 minutes. You haven't asked me about budget. You didn't even ask me a question about it. So here's the deal. No, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to be No, I'm not. I'm, this is the new liberator realm. I'm actually going to tell the truth. So here's the deal. No. You haven't, you, you asked me to come here to talk about the budget. It's 45 minutes in. That said, here's the deal. You know the world I walked into when I got here. This is my final budget. We're in a different place because we've done the things that have never been done before. We've done the hard work. And when you ask me about remembrance or history, there hasn't been a single problem or a challenge the city's faced that we haven't confronted, regardless of the political risk. 
And that's what we've taken on. Uh, and our biggest change is, hopefully, is making sure that the rest of you understand that the fiscal position is in service of growing the economy. When I got here, everybody just talked about the fiscal without regard to growing the economy, creating jobs, and an economic vibrancy to the city. I think today it's in a different place. This budget will reflect not only the fiscal discipline we've put in, but the dramatic resources towards our children, our public safety, our neighborhood services, and our small businesses, because those have been the core issues of what help us create the vibrancy to the city. And I look forward on Wednesday presenting the budget to you. And you talk about running through the tape. You talk about Elon Musk. You want to deliver a contract with him for the O'Hare Express. But his personal behavior, the SEC lawsuit, the concerns about what lies underground, the technology that's unproven, why not just pursue the Red Line South extension and, 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 and use that as your final transportation legacy? Do you well, first of all, if you want to talk is about... Is he worth the risk? Well, one, first of all, that's not my legacy. I took a... If you wanted to, you're final. I said. Well, so wait a second. Legacy. Prior to being mayor, CTA was running down to Springfield. Fran, you were here. You reported on it every, almost on a pretty regular basis, saying they were broke. I've never done that. No, I understand. Wait a second. Wait a second. You asked a question. Talk about Musk, though. No, no. I given, you, no, given fr the Fran, you've asked me 15 questions in 30 seconds. Let me ask one of them. Answer one of them. And I. So one is, the biggest thing we've done to CTA is we stopped the crisis mentality around the budget, stopped stealing capital from operating costs. Third, we have $8.5 billion of capital investments. When I'm all said and done, the red line from Howard or Evanston border to 95th will be done. The blue line will have been modernized. More stations than ever before have been both modernized as well as the track. We have 5, 4G, which no other system has. I don't consider what you're talking about as a um, uh, as an either or, and I'll tell you why. The red line south would be part of what we do with the state, and the state's probably going to do a capital bill, or that's my hope, and I've been working on that with uh, the incoming governor, <laughs> JB, the speaker. <laughs> you're, and the that's, you're that sure of it. I think, I think it, uh, well, I've been at least talking to him about it. I've advocated to the prior governor, and he hasn't done it. Uh, second, and we're the only state in the Midwest that hasn't had a capital bill in 10 years. Second is, the project of an express rail has nothing to do with the state capital bill. So I don't but buy. But is he risky? No, he that, personally, his company, friend, his I got technology. That. Let me just. But you asked a question that is fundamentally, in my view, not capture correctly what's happening. The red line south, I already said, would be a major part of what I want to do with the state when they have a capital right. bill. Elon Musk has nothing to do with the capital bill in the state. So why, do you, why does it have to be either or like you phrased it? So, okay. And you thought about it, which means it's wrongly, uh, doesn't capture All right, what well, the let's just talk about Musk then. So that, is so, he worth the risk given what's happened? Well, see, here's how I look at it. Is it worth the risk not to have an express rail service? But with him, it's the question. Wait a second. No. London has one. Hong Kong has one. The federal government in their budget just put money in for building express rails. D.C.'s now looking at doing this. So the question to us as a city, not just me, us, is do we go forward and not do what everybody now knows is in our economic interest? 
and we're not done with the negotiations. I will not present a contract to the city unless I think this is the right technology with the right partner for the city's future. The express rail is essential for the city's economic prosperity and job creation for generations to come. And him? That's what the contract negotiates is for. And okay. Can you talk about the Kavanaugh hearings mm -hmm. and on your national, in your national political hat and think, did those go too far? How will it play out in the, in the uh, midterms? Well, again, I want to thank you for asking questions about my budget. Uh, I did, and you didn't want to talk about that. You didn't want it, Fran. Give me a break. Uh, <laughs> so here's what I uh, would say is that there's a whole has sort of issues that have been brought up that are separate from Kavanaugh in the sense of um, the Me Too movement, how women are treated, their voices are heard or ignored. And that will be around for a long time. Um, and I don't think Kavanaugh is right for the Supreme Court. I don't think he's right for the Supreme Court temperament. I don't think he's right politically. And he showed way too much partisanship. Um, and it's not just a decorum and it's not just a, a, the image of objectivity. And um, I don't think, uh, in fact, Kavanaugh or now the court will be fully trusted and it's another institution that will be uh, busted. And I think if you ask the end of the day, I think that Senator McConnell has, in my view, wreaked havoc on the institution of the Senate and now has wreaked havoc on the institution of the court. And in a time when the public has very low esteem for any institution outside of the, either the armed forces or police officers, which is actually the two institutions, if you look publicly, that actually have public confidence above 50%. I think what Senator McConnell and the Republicans did here will be more damaging than just Kavanaugh's opinions. And I think that's the real travesty. But I mean, in Congress, how will it play out? Will the, will the House, will the Democrats take over the House? It's been a real pleasure, and I look forward to seeing you. Oh, come on. Okay. Thanks, guys. Happy birthday.